0: Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten.
1: And I'm Marvin Williams.
0: And today is episode 90. 90. We've reached a new wow, decade. Wow.
1: That is that's great.
0: We are continuing our series on spiritual habits and rhythms. Today we're talking about hospitality.
1: All right. All right. I, I, I wonder when we get to 100, are we going to have a party? We
0: should do something.
1: We should do something. I think yeah, we should. You got to think about that. I think we should. Um... So so let me ask you a question. Hospitality is again, this this is such a counterintuitive thinking that hospitality can actually be a spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. So um, so kind of a two part question. Um, What do you like about opening up your home for others or to others? And what's challenging about opening up your home to others? So what do you love about doing? Cause I know you have people over to your house. Um, What, what do you love about it? And then what's like really challenging about having people over to your home?
0: Okay. So I do like that very much. And I have the, this is just something that's bedrock, foundational, important to me that my, I want my house to be a tool and not an idol.
1: Ah, Nice. Um, kind of going like back that. to our
0: simplicity yeah. Yeah, yeah. episode even because it very easily can be something um, that I'm just putting time and effort into cleaning, maintaining and all of that. But I want it to be a tool. I want to have people over, even if it's not picture perfect. That is what's challenging yeah. <laughs> to sometimes say, okay, I mean, for a long time, our basement was not finished, but that's where our TV was. Yeah. And I would host Bible studies on our hand-me-down couches that um, in... And I would have to say, hey, just keep your shoes on because it's kind of cold down there. There's not carpet. Yeah, And it was, that was hard for me, but I also loved it too. Because I did want to say, I'm just glad you're here. I'm not trying to put on right. a show.
1: exactly. I, I'm not yeah. trying
0: to impress yeah. you. Yeah. I just want to be with you. Um, so I do love any opportunity I have and and wanting, again, just my home to be a tool that God can use, and not some an idol that I'm protecting or impressing with.
1: Yeah, that that's and again, I, I'm I'm going to draft off that because that is exactly uh, when Tanya and I moved here. That's that was one of the first prayers we prayed is that. Uh, our home would be, and we didn't say tool, but um, kind of a safe place hmm. for people to to come. That that they can come and relax. They don't have to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have to um, try to look mm-hmm. a certain part. And I remember the first time when I felt like God was answering our our prayers. Um, and and there have probably been many others, but this was this was so obvious when. Uh, our kids had you know Bible study um at at our home on a Saturday, and um the young lady, a young lady um said can i can I have some cereal?" and so she just mm-hmm. reached up on our refrigerator, took the cereal down, took got a bowl, and poured herself some cereal and and milk and it was like I think God is answering the prayer that this field she felt safe so, enough so at home yep. yep she felt safe enough to say I I want cereal and so um I so that's the that's the um, that's the part that I love is that mm-hmm. it it is a place where people can come I think the challenging part is it's similar to what you're saying is it you know is it big enough to host like the, the number of people that I want, you know, I wish, um, you know, I wish my house was different this way. I wish Mm -hmm. I had a little bit more open floor plan, those kinds of things. Um, so I, I think the challenge for me is not so much people coming over. I think I'm a challenge to myself Mm -hmm. in thinking, misinterpreting what hospitality is. And, um, and so, so I, I think when we when we talk about this, creating spaces and opening our heart so that we can also open open our home, that's what we're talking about in mm-hmm. terms of hospitality and not necessarily the space per se.
0: I love the definition that El- Adele Calhoun gives for hospitality because it doesn't even mention your house in it at all. Yeah, yeah. It really, it it is the spirit of hospitality that's behind this practice. So I'll, and you were using some phrases from it, but I'll, I'll read it straight out. She says hospitality is creating a safe open space where a friend or stranger can enter and experience the welcoming spirit of Christ in another. It's just creating a safe and open space where somebody can experience the welcome welcoming spirit of Christ it doesn't have to be a certain square footage or a certain number yeah, of chairs yeah, yeah. or the latest technology. I lo- It doesn't have to involve food.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: food I think, is
1: always good, but it doesn't yeah, have to involve. Yeah, food is not bad. <laughs> I,
0: I, I do think we we do have some mental pictures Absolutely. And, that become hurdles yeah. to us um, with this idea of hospitality because we don't think of it just being, creating a space. Like it literally could be, I have a, I am, exp- um, uh, expressing hospitality to someone as we are walking down a trail in the sure, woods. Sure. Like that can be an opportunity to yeah. give hospitality. Um, it is, doesn't have to be at your house. It doesn't have to involve food, though that's yummy. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be picture perfect. It can be any space. It's simply helping other people experience Jesus. So uh,
1: again, you, you are blowing up mental models and mental pictures that we that we have in our minds when we think hospitality, we automatically think open my home and that, that might be a barrier. I have to cook. Oh my goodness. I have to clean now and I have to have all of these people over. What if they don't like treat my, my furniture and my stuff going back to one uh, earlier episode, mm-hmm. What if they don't treat it like I treat it? So this is this definition of hospitality is way different than what we were taught and probably way different than people experienced Mm -hmm. uh, in their lives growing up.
0: And it applies to all of us. I mean, none of us are excluded from uh, expressing hospitality to others because it is not about our space, our stuff even our cooking skills or any of that. It, yeah. So this is for all of us. Yeah. It's not enter maybe an a, a difference between entertaining and hospitality. For sure, hospitality can be entertaining, but entertaining someone does not necessarily translate into hospitality.
1: Yeah. Very you might good.
0: create an incredible meal in very this good. beautiful home. But your guest may not experience hospitality because they're on pins and needles, yeah, and they've never yeah. sat on a white couch with barbecue sauce, you know. And so they're thinking, I'm,
1: "That's <laughs> Oh, You just at. gave it. That was that's like <laughs> that gave one. me anxiety right there. So no,
0: <laughs> that wasn't creating a hospita you know a hospitable environment. Yeah. It was entertaining and impressive. Yeah, yeah, but. The two can go hand in hand, but they don't.
1: I love the distinction. You just you just made a a. You, I think you clarified in people's minds. The, I think you made a distinction and, and helped to clarify in people's minds the difference between hospitality and entertainment, um, which which when we talk about hospitality you said it earlier, it really is about opening our hearts first. Mm -hmm. It's, It's interesting that you can open your home without ever having opened your heart to your guests. And then you can open your heart and and open your car or open your apartment, or as you mentioned, open, you, you can literally open your heart anywhere to receive a person and it doesn't have to be a physical space. And, and I think the, the open heart, uh, opening your heart and, um, and the, you can entertain someone Mm -hmm. and not have an open heart. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I think making the distinction like that, I think is really, really good. But where do we find this in scripture? Where do we find traces of hospitality in scripture?
0: Well, one place we can see it is um, a passage that's often called the sheep and the goats. And it's kind of a scary one. Honestly, (laughs) I remember a, a kid in high school was like, what if I'm a goat? And it's not the goat as in the greatest of all time. In this case, you don't want to be the goat. You want to be a sheep. But it's Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 46, where um, Jesus is is telling this parable. And he does call people the sheep and goats. But the reason, the distinction comes through in how they treat people. He says, this group of people, they saw me when I was hungry and they fed me. They saw me when I needed clothing, and they clothed me. They visited me in prison. They did all of these things of expressing love, and that is how they and that showed that they knew Jesus and were inviting him in. This other group, they say, well, what? What about us? Wh- when did we? When did we see you hungry? When did we see you needing clothes? When did? When were you a stranger and we didn't invite you in? I, I don't even know what you're talking about, right? And that's kind of the point. Yeah, they they missed it. They didn't even see. Um, those opportunities, that, that hospitable spirit, they just, they just missed out. Yeah. They might have been. I mean, both groups say Lord, Lord. Yeah, they have some recognition of who God is, but that second group missed it. They, yeah. they missed a huge component of loving others as a part of our loving of God.
1: Yeah, and and again, the, 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 just just perfect. This is again not to be confused with i can work my way i can Correct. do a lot of nice things mm-hmm. and somehow win the favor of god these are people who have already responded to the good news to the gospel submitted their lives to the kingdom and as a result god gave them kingdom eyes to mm-hmm. see all of these needs these others the 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 goats um, um you know the the text kind of indicates that um they had not necessarily submitted their lives mm-hmm. uh, to, um, you know, to the King and and as a uh, to uh, to God as their King. And uh, and therefore they could not see those things, and so that's a great example of of a hospitable spirit, where the kingdom of God creates this culture, this space in our hearts to say, "Hey, we're gonna, we are going to feed the hungry. We're gonna open our hearts to them. We're we are going to visit those in prison. It's about really opening our hearts um, to them. Uh, we are going to visit individuals uh, who are sick." because it's really about opening our hearts. And so this first group um, did a great job opening their hearts and therefore uh, opening their lives, uh, opening our hearts and lives up to these people to visit them, to love them, to care for them. Mm -hmm. So that's a great example. Um, And then there is um, another example in Romans chapter 15. It's pretty clear. Um, It it doesn't, you know, it's not a parable, but it's a straightforward uh, kind of teaching. And uh, what does that say?
0: Yeah, it says, Welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God.
1: It's pretty simple. <laughs> and, <That's- laughs> and it is a
0: clear directive. Welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you. And I love, so then let's think about, let's talk about Christ's example. He didn't own a house. Yeah. And yet he is here described as. Follow his example of w- that welcoming, hospitable spirit. So how do we see Jesus welcoming? Because he didn't have a house. Yeah. Where do we see that? Well, we, we can see it when he is at the wedding at Cana yeah. and he sees a need that they were running out of wine. So he turns the water into wine. Um, we can see it at the Last Supper when he washes the disciples' feet in those, both of those scenarios, even Zacchaeus, I yeah, think I is a thinking, fun example, was, because thinking. so he invites himself over to Zacchaeus's house to then be hospitable to yeah, Zacchaeus. Yeah, yeah. Um all of those are examples without a house. Yeah. Jesus displays this welcoming, hospitable spirit that we can. And Paul says We should follow, welcome one another as Christ is welcomed.
1: And so, so if, if, if a person is worried about, oh my house and, you know, my, I don't know, and I don't have the, you know, playing the comparison game, I don't have the house like this person does. It's really not about the place it it's about, um, about your heart and about following the example of Jesus and opening your life to a person where. you find them. And it could be your house. It could be your apartment. It could be even your car, um, opening your car to someone and say, Hey, we're going to let's go out for dinner. And while you're on your way there, or let's take a road trip. And while you're, while you're taking the road trip, you are having a conversation. You're opening your heart to listen. You're opening your heart to share your story of what God has done in your life. So it, so for those who are listening to this podcast and you're worried, about my house is not this. It's not that. It's not about the house. Mm-hmm. It truly is about opening your life up to another person and in the spirit of Christ, as the definition says, um, to welcome them with the spirit of Christ. So I, I love that it doesn't have to be a physical building, physical house. It really is about our hearts.
0: Yeah, and we see it also in Hebrews chapter thirteen, verses one and two. Again, a very uh, strong directive. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. I love that. Okay. (laughs) And I might have entertained angels and not even realized it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, there, the writer of Hebrews says, don't neglect to show hospitality. This is something, as we're talking about spiritual habits um, and practices, it's something to be intentional about. We could neglect it. Yeah. The fact that we're warned not to shows, yeah, that, that can we happen. Can, yep, exactly. We can just get caught up in our own thing and and forget this importance of showing that welcoming spirit to yeah. others wherever and, we are.
1: And it should be, it should be so normal that that no matter who comes into our lives, we welcome them. I think sometimes we have a tendency, and we all do this, whether it's our own self-centeredness, we have a tendency to welcome those we, um, we think can give something back to us. Mm-hmm. And um, and so the writer of Hebrews says, just let it be a part of your culture, no matter who it is, yep. no matter who what they have or don't have, it's just a part of your life. That's the reason, oh, I didn't even know an angel was here because <laughs> hospitality is just so normal and it's rooted in love. It's it's rooted in the fact that I am fighting for the highest possible good for of another person, and and so it it moves me and motivates me to open my heart uh, to that person. And uh, so so th- again, the Bible all over tells us that it hospitality is an important habit uh, to practice. It is. It is. I think it's probably one of the more God-like attributes yeah. because in the wilderness, what did God do? God played host and he welcomed the people of Israel. He led them, he guided them. And so God is the quinten- quintessential host. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I think we not only see it in Jesus, but we also see it in our father as well. So, so why is this such an important thing? habit to practice. Yeah.
0: Well, as you just mentioned, we represent God when we're offering hospitality. We are his ambassadors. We are little hosts (laughs) hosting others and inviting them to experience God. Um, I think it is also just a reminder that everything we have belongs to God anyway. I love that. And it can either be a tool or an idol. Yeah. So whether it is our brand new couch that we don't want somebody to sit on or the carpet that might get spilled, like just holding all of that loosely, remembering that everything we have belongs to God whether that's our car whether that's our home whether that is our time you've been hospitable with all of that all everything we have belongs to God and we can use it to yeah. honor and welcome others to
1: him yeah i think you know there's a um there's another um kind of this importance that that there are tired strangers mm-hmm. who are walking life's journey you have them in your life i have them in mind you have friends i have friends who are just tired Mm -hmm. um and originally you know to be hospitable was to welcome the the stranger the 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 sojourner on the road and how many people that we know right now they they're just looking for a place where they can rest Mm -hmm. they're looking for the rest Mm -hmm. stop and our our homes or our lives can be that rest stop for some people, and um, and so it's important to, for us to pay attention. It's like who's tired right now? Who just need a a word of rest? And we get an opportunity to be hospitable in that moment and welcome the stranger, welcome the tired person, and to say, "Come and rest a while." Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't, you don't, we don't. I don't want anything from you. I don't need anything from you. I just I see I want to I want you to know that I see you and um and I just we're providing a space I'm providing a space whether it's my home whether it's my car whether it's just a listening ear for you to be able to, um, you know, to, to slow down and to, and to rest. And so again, the, in the definition, I think it, it does create a safe space for people. Um, I think we shape our community through hospitality, our, our Christian community, uh, through moments of hospitality. So there are a number of reasons why we should, um, we should do this, but how, but how do we do it? What are some practicals that we can, um, practical ways we can actually administer hospitality. Mm -hmm.
0: It is having that attitude of sharing our resources, whether that is our car, our food, our home, all of that is and having an attitude of welcoming Mm -hmm. um, in whatever space we're in, welcoming the new people. You were mentioning people looking for a place to rest. I think people are also looking to be seen and to notice, to be noticed. So whether that's welcoming new people at church, in your workplace, in your neighborhood, um, people want to be seen. And that is a way that we express this welcoming, hospitable spirit is by noticing and introducing ourselves. Do you have any questions? How can I help? Yeah, All of That's those really things good. are ways that we can show express show and express yeah. hospitality.
1: That's really, really good. I think one of the things that we um, I, I think we've attempted to do, I think both of us we've attempted to include our children yes. in in uh, creating hospitable spaces whether it's 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 answering the door if it's if it's at home or whether it is you know being on the you know the driveway when uh, a family leaves, if we're talking about our home, so being able to include children in uh, creating spaces of hospitality, modeling to our children, so when so that they might model well at school, like for the the kid who is being bullied at school, mm-hmm. being talked about, or a kid who's feeling lonely at school, you can actually show hospitality right in your classroom, and I think when we model. It and model it well our kids go back out into the world to actually uh, model it uh, for others as uh, yes. too so
0: yes yeah. absolutely and then this is kind of a what not to do but don't <laughs> overthink it
1: yeah yeah as yeah. we
0: mentioned before we can get caught up in trying to impress people or feel like we have to have things a certain way don't overthink it if that's inviting someone into your home just do it or Sit out on the porch, for that matter. <laughs> like yeah, there are yeah. so many ways you can get around. You know, clean the toilet, please. But <laughs> but you don't have to have a picture perfect house. Yeah. Don't overthink this. Extend the invitation. Step into the conversation. Just do it. Yeah. And uh, and I think you will you will reap those benefits yeah. we talked about. And
1: you can you can partner with a friend. Yes. If if you say, well, I, I just don't feel like you know inviting someone to my home. Well, how about you and a friend get together and say. Like okay, we're going to use your home for this event, and and that's like you can partner with other people, so you don't have to do it and shoulder the burden, um, the not the burden, but the responsibility alone. Whether it's the cooking or cleaning and those kinds of things. So again, community, we're better. We're always better together. That's right. And so some of the benefits. we get to love people rather than impress them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a big, big deal. I think we take the whole impression management off the table yep. and just we we just be and love people right where right where they are. Any other benefits to.
0: Yeah, I um, think that's huge. And it does make me think of um, back to that entertaining versus hospitality idea and that those don't necessarily go together they're not necessarily exclusive either um it falls along the line there have been times when i have disciplined myself like where i i'm having some ladies over and then i start thinking oh i should get some nicer sparkling water drinks or oh i should make some freshly baked cookies and then i feel my stress starting to rise and then i'm realizing boy this is all just about the impressing or the entertaining Mm -hmm. This is not actually creating a hospitable environment. So
1: that's really good.
0: I discipline myself and say, I'm actually not going to make cookies. And and that's hard sometimes to feel like I should have done this. (laughs) But then the freedom that comes with, no, now I can just focus on them. Yeah. And I don't have to think of, oh, cookies and napkins and crumbs then that, oh, and that makes me, you know, it, that's a never ending road that we can go down. Um, so that is a benefit. Just yeah. even the freedom.
1: That's really good. I love it. To express this without yeah. getting caught
0: up in the other. Yeah.
1: So. so what can we believe about God and ourselves, um, particularly this habit of mm-hmm. hospitality?
0: Well, I'm going to steal something you said earlier that Jesus is the ultimate host. Yeah. Yeah. And so we do get to model um to express that aspect of our being created in His image, when we are hospitable to others, and then the benefit is we are better together. We yeah. get the benefit of relationships with others, um, a deeper community with others. When we are expressing that, when it's extended to us, it it's only just a, a, a win-win. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. I think, and and I'm not going to add anything to that because I think that's 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 perfect. Um, I think when it comes to us is, is, and I'm going to say you can do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not like, I love you are not overthinking it. I can believe what I can believe about myself and others. We can actually do this. We can actually open our lives and open our hearts to other people and let them feel safe, let them feel seen. And more than anything, experience Jesus as we share hospitable moments with them. So.
0: All right. Well, thank you, friends, for joining us. As with all of these spiritual habits, we do want you to consider how you can apply this in your life. And this one is a super practical one. Maybe there is an invitation that you extend this week. Maybe it's just an intentional watching for a way that you can have that welcoming spirit to somebody new in your workplace that you see at church on Sunday or in your neighborhood. But you can do this, and we're excited to hear how God will work through you.